so how are you doing man yeah doing fine the lockdown period is going on and as usual it's the same nothing's changed much how's how's it how's thing at your end yeah everything is good man everything is good so your first pr good merge so first congratulations for that hey thanks uh it's not a big pr it's just a small change but yeah it was a first that's a big thing at least for a noob but yeah it it's it's a good feeling yeah so how you feel about this you know i think you have been uh, you have been practicing coding and reviewing a lot lately so how you feel about this actually this uh, the process of uh, like uh, making code for bitcoin core has been like very educational i got to see the development process in hand lot closer so yeah past few months have been good so i started like uh, the process with reviewing prs to how to to get to know the code base a little bit better uh, since starting of this year and uh, i wasn't really planning to merge any contribution uh, so soon but uh, like uh, while reviewing there was an issue came up and uh, i asked around few people in irc channels and they said like yeah it's some issue for us to same and we would love if there was a out of box solution for it and i like tinkered a little bit and i said like the solution is like pretty easy and pretty trivial so i just made a pr and that got merged so what was this pr about what was that issue is it more so tech? the issue is like uh it's not uh, i think i can explain it in uh, plain language the issue is like um, whenever you are uh, doing a uh, a uh, uh, testing of any particular code so there is the process called debugging so debugging is the thing is like where you pause the code at a particular instance and then you want to look at each and every step what is exactly happening with all the variables so that you can figure out what exactly going on and where the bug is so in the process of debugging so uh, the way to do that is for example there are uh, the code is uh, segregated into two parts the main component of the code base and then there are functional tests so the functional tests are basically written in python language and uh, it's the test in which you make few dummy bitcoin nodes into your own local machine connect them together and make them talk with each other and then you try different testing techniques on each of these dummy nodes so you can see like whether they are behaving as per intention or not like as you have intended in the code base or not so in the functional test so you have this suppose you have say three dummy nodes in your local network and uh, you want to pause the dummy nodes at a certain point say you want to make a rpc call to node number 1 so give me x so whenever this call goes to node number 1 and you want to pause that node at that point and then you want to step by step to see what exactly node number 1 does after receiving that call right so that this is the uh, thing called attachment debugging so you are attaching the debugger in the, in between a running process and then you are stepping through the code now the problem is once you send that rpc call and the caller the functional code but the functional test will wait for a certain period of time before the it 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 it, it drops the connection because that's the intended uh, behavior like if your code is not if a node is not responding within a certain time out period you 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 should drop that connection and make that node invalid so in the process of debugging what's happening is like you have sent the call now you have paused the node and you are going through the step now that will like uh, expire the time out and the caller will drop the connection 
function. So that happens every time you make a attachment debugger into an RPC functional call. So the that's an issue. So the people use different kinds of hacks to increase the uh, timeout period so that the uh, function uh, functional test doesn't uh, drop the connection to the node. Uh, so my change is basically it, it includes an option into the functional test code, which you can uh, set at the time of running that will disable all the timeouts. So if you are doing some kind of like debugging thing, so you can use this option while running the test and the function test will not time out. Like you can take as much as time in the debugging process and the test will not time out. Okay. So it's a little bit complicated. So it's about whenever you are testing the course towards dummy nodes there there is a time interval in between right yes yes so but the, the, that time interval is like uh, in every network it's there so it's it, the, the time interval is like suppose you, uh, uh, there are two person talking and you the person a and person b and person b is asked a question to person a now person B throws the question, person A receives it, processes the question and throws back the answer. And this takes a certain amount of time. Okay. So, and the person B will not wait infinitely for the answer to come back, right? Because that will like hang up the process of person B itself. So the person B will have a stopwatch in his hand and he will wait for the answer, say for 60 seconds. If the answer doesn't come in 60 seconds, person B will go to person C and ask the same question. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, so that's the reason the timeout exists. Now, the problem with debugging is like if you throw the if person B throws the question to person A, and now you pause person A to see how the person A processes the question, that will take more than sixty seconds. Right. And the person B will in between say like, uh -huh, the answer didn't came, so I'm going, to, I'm going to drop the connection and ask somebody else. So to make not that not happen you tell person b at the beginning like okay for this kind for this particular run timeout is not applicable so wait for the answer to come back okay now it makes sense so the other person knows that he should wait for the answer instead of jumping onto the other node or other person to yes, talk yes. About this so issue. people used to do that like, uh, people used to directly manipulate the functional test code use some extra variable parameters some people used to add some environmental parameters and then he made the uh, functional test code to seek whether that environmental parameter is set or not if it's set then the uh, timeout is disabled if it's not set then the timeout is not disabled and that also done by manually so i just implemented uh, easy uh, flag that you can like uh, start like you can set at the start of the test so the test will know to not to drop connection if the timeout exits okay okay that makes sense so how long it took for you to figure this out like was it a small change uh, or? It, uh, it, it, it didn't take much it took like um, it, it, it took one sitting to figure me out like how to do it then another sitting to like just do it it's 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 like four or five lines of code basically it's not that much you just you just add a single uh, flag at the beginning and then you uh, make a condition that if this flag is set timeout is 99999 if this flag is not set then timeout is 60 that's it okay and how long the review process was uh the review process took around uh, 3 or 4 days 
Okay. So uh, generally, the review process in Bitcoin Core is pretty uh, slow because uh, it's a social review system, and there is no like project management thing, and nobody is guiding reviewers like what to review and how to review. So everybody is reviewing in their own time and in their own preferences. And also, uh, no matter the thing I liked and the thing was surprising is like no matter how small the changes, there will always be some kind of betterment that you can do, and there are reviewers who will suggest. Like you can do this, 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 and that. So yeah, so uh, the number of eyes in this space is like pretty large, and that tends to increase the review period also. For bigger changes, I have I I have seen like codes which are like been in review for one and a half years, and it's still in review and still discussion is going on. And yeah, it takes time. Okay, so the writer keep on improving as per the reviews, right? Yeah, yeah. It's the job of the writer to keep on improving as per the reviewers. Okay, okay, that makes sense. Okay, so okay, so you started from scratch, so you you have no coding background. So can you please uh, walk us through your story? Yeah, so uh, I won't say like I am a professional dev or something right now. I am still like a hobby tinkerer. So uh, I started uh, I started because of Bitcoin only. So I I'm not from a computer science background, so I didn't have any experience of coding. So when I started looking into Bitcoin back in 2017, so I wanted to understand the system better, right? So I started uh, like reading up whatever I could gather in the net, but that is not always enough because lots of the the devil is in the details, right? And the details are in the code. So I wanted to see through the code uh, eventually. So I thought like it's a nice time to start learning to code. And uh, since then, I started from scratch, and uh, I didn't knew any much about coding, like nothing at all. And so, I started with Python, and I grabbed like a few concepts of how like the basic constructions works, like the loop statements, the for loops, the if else statements, the switch statements. Uh, the variables. These are the these are always same in different all all the languages. So these are the basic concepts which are always same in every languages. The syntax only differs. So once you once one gathers up the concepts of one language and he understands what exactly this thing is, what what exactly this how to think about this particular thing, then he can go on and take up another language pretty easily. It's just a syntactical change. So in Python you write it one way. In C++, you write it in other way, but the concept remains the same. So I started that process around uh, uh, first uh, around uh, early, uh, the starting of the 2018, and then I slowly gathered up pace and uh, joined few boot camps. And there was this good good boot boot camp by Justin Moon, and uh, he w- made us went through the. uh making a dummy bitcoin system from scratch so that was pretty cool in python then uh, i started i started c++ back in the early days like in 2018 also but c++ is a very complicated and detailed language so it was kind of overwhelming for a beginner so i dropped it and then i stick to python i did a in between javascript also but i didn't like javascript that much it's it, it's it, it's too much like context specific and like com- it's not very straightforward and all so and i was also not very interested in web application development on all i was more into system development and the proto- 
protocol understanding the my goal was to understand bitcoin in c++ so uh, after justin moon's course i did this uh, this good book by uh, Jimmy Song on programming Bitcoin. So he's uh, like step by step creates an entire Bitcoin library using Python. So after I gathered all these concepts, it's still not enough to understand Bitcoin, the code base in a full way because it's a very giant system. So starting this year, I joined the review club session. And I would say like the review club session has been the biggest source of education and knowledge in the whole period of my coding journey so in the review club session what you do is like every week they take a pr and make a discussion channel where people come in and suggest like uh, they discuss about the pr they make some preliminary questions and that helps you to think out how you should think about that pr and uh, the reviewing process also lets you know where the stuffs are in the code base and how to read the c++ code base so at least uh, how to read c++ code so once you do like 10 20 review club sessions then you have a uh, a much abstract idea of what kind of codes are residing in what kind of folders and how the logic is like uh, channeled from one part of the code to another. So that was helpful and uh, that led me to the finding this uh, improvement and then I made the improvement and so that led me to how, how long you are doing this pull request uh, like reviewing reviewing these pull requests? Uh, since uh, starting of this year, so it's been like five months. Okay, okay. So, in are there is uh, there are some numbers like how many pull requests you have reviewed? Like 10, 15, 20? Um, in terms of review, like uh, the process of review, I can segregate into two parts. One is like you are trying to understand what is happening and how the proposed change is making changing the behavior how the code is acting where they are making the change and learning yourself and another part of the review is actually make a review comment like go change this or change that or something like that in terms of making review comment i have made like very few because i don't have extensive knowledge enough to make a proper comment on any kind of review so i have like two three review comments but in terms of like reviewing codes and joining discussions i would say like there has been like um, 10 to 15 of them okay okay interesting and that's how you got into you know submitting your first pr right yeah yeah okay. so i was reviewing one code and then i figured like okay this is an issue so i asked around in the irc channel like okay guys i am facing this issue how do you solve this and they said like okay these are the hacks that we use and one guy said like uh, okay if uh, it's hacky but if there was an easier way to do it i would have preferred to do it but i said like okay it seems like pretty easy to do it i i tried on my own in a dummy in my while i was doing it then i refined the code and made a pr okay interesting okay so i already asked this question earlier but i, I think i'm still confused like like what is the difference between pr pull request and a bip so i know bip is extended version when when there is something big and pull request are like something small changes but how we you know decide which uh -huh. is a pr and bi bip so uh, think about in this way a bip is basically like a, a chapter and a PR is basically a small exercises at the end of the chapter. Okay, so the PR are basically the, 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 
the the actual problem that you solve using the concept of the chapter right so that comes at the exercise section so prs are like small blocks of code changes and a beep is basically a big conceptual change so for example suppose you want to say uh, the P in the p2p network then in the network where a bitcoin nodes communicate with another bitcoin node you want to change suppose the hashing algorithm by which the node validates the message that comes from other nodes okay so uh, now uh, 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 this is a structural change and this change needs to be properly documented right so the maybe the pr for this change is very small because you are just changing the hashing function maybe it's a one line of code but because but the change requires some kind of motivation right some kind of rational why you are making that change what's the problem with the current hashing function what's the benefit with new hashing functions so all this motivation rational the process the methodology of doing change the deployment of that change needs to be documented in a in some kind of document right and that document is the bip the improvement proposal and the, uh, once the proposal gets out then people discuss on the proposal itself and then once the proposal has enough amount of agreement then the proposal author can go on and create an proposal implementation like the actual code that will make that proposal happen that becomes the pr for that bip right so not every pr requires a bip because not all the changes have need to have this kind of like rational and all this big documentation behind them because most of them are very small but whenever like there is a change that needs this kind of documentation they go for a bip okay okay that makes sense and and we have a lot of uh, different implementations as well so what is the difference between like bitcoin and bitcoin implementations implementations like bitcoin core so i always struggle to you know uh, so i'm not i'm not from technical background like how how open source protocol works uh, so i struggle to understand these different implementations of bitcoin so can you please uh, yeah lots of so people in the technical field also struggle to understand this uh, difference between bitcoin and bitcoin core so bitcoin is basically an idea right so the idea is how can two computers communicate between each other in a trustless way and still can agree on a particular set of data okay that is the problem statement and the solution of that problem statement is bitcoin <laughs> the bitcoin the protocol okay so uh, the protocol says like if two computers or n number of computers in internet follow this set of rules step by step all of them together then they can solve this problem which is they are communicating in a adversarial network where they don't trust each other they don't know each other but they can still come into agreement about a particular set of data and everybody will exactly have the exact same sequence of data in their local machine and they can trustlessly verify that this is the same set of data that everybody else also have in their local machine so the bitcoin protocol gives a solution to the byzantine generals problem the now the protocol itself is like an abstract idea right so uh, think about it like a story like a folklore okay so the folklore is a abstract story now that story can be written in any different language right you can write that story in russian you can write that story in english you can write that story in arabic in hindi or whatever you want 
like right so uh, suppose the stories of arabian nights right so the arabian nights are set of abstract stories like that has been going on for many years now that stories is written in english or hindi or in arabic now the translation of that particular story is called an implementation so bitcoin code is basically the first implementation of the bitcoin idea the bitcoin protocol into a working system so uh, the first one was bitcoin code it's a c++ implementation of the protocol so likewise you have you can have at the arabian night stories in hindi or english or in urdu or in arabic you can have the bitcoin protocol written in c++ python or any kind of other languages right so whenever you have uh, the protocol written in a particular set of language that's an implementation okay so does it matter that if we have more implementations it becomes more robust or something like that yeah <laughs> there is a trade off here and the trade off is like because of the way the bitcoin protocol works every node into the network has to like exactly follow the protocol step okay now what exactly is the protocol then so suppose there are like um there are 1000 nodes and they are running like the implementation in five different languages okay so now the protocol is not documented anywhere there is no official documentation of the protocol you can say we have a bitcoin white paper the white paper doesn't describe the entirety of the protocol it just describe the abstract idea the the only document we had of bitcoin is the first ever implementation okay so whenever somebody tried to make a copy of that implementation he has to refer by default to the first implementation that came up and the the implementation that satoshi created now because of the way bitcoin works every node in the network has to follow the exact same protocol step by step in a lockstep fashion and that means following the bugs that are also present in the very first implementation and there were bugs and there are still bugs so the problem with having different language implementation is like you have to simulate all the bugs also not only the protocol but also the bugs because if a certain section of the node doesn't follow the bugs then they will have a different result from rest of the network who are following the bugs now you have now there is a fork in the network and then you have to face this difficult question like which is the correct protocol so and there is no correct document official documentation or official protocol so there is no way to agree on which one is the correct one right so the problem the trade off with more number of implementation is like if one of the implementation doesn't follow all the other implementation with exactly the same steps it's going to fork the network right and because of this problem satoshi initially was also not in favor of having many different implementation because every implementation also also has to follow the bugs and every implementation also has to like always be in the lockstep with all other implementation and that becomes a engineering issue so it's easier in that way to have a single implementation and if all the nodes follow all the implementation then they will know like whatever other guys are following i am following the same dance also right 
the pro the another the opposite side of it like having a single implementation the problem is like if there is a catastrophic bug happens in one single implementation there is then no fallback right so because all the nodes are using the same implementation in the network if the implementation breaks down because of whatever reason it's software right it can break down if that happens then all the nodes break down simultaneously and there is no backup so because of this reason there are few other implementations which are like uh, actively maintained and a lot of engineering effort has gone behind to make them make them follow the c++ bitcoin core protocol exactly uh, one of them is bitcoin knots and it's uh, i am not sure in which language it's written in it's uh, it's maintained by luke dash junior another one is btcd it's maintained by lightning labs and they use btcd behind lnd and the btcd is a bitcoin protocol written in go so these are the there is also i think a main, uh, currently maintained version of the protocol in javascript and uh, i i'm not sure if there is a maintained protocol in python there mostly people don't use python to run nodes because it's not very efficient to do that in that way so there are many, many uh, python uh, libraries which use the bitcoin functionalities and that follows the core library like but, but you can use that as a library not as a node Hmm. Okay, so is this like whole process of idea review and merger is same in all implementations, or it is different in every? Oh, it depends on the project. It depends on project to project basis. It might not be same in all uh, various places. Uh, because uh, how critical the Bitcoin software is, um, uh, I think the Bitcoin Bitcoin's review and merging process is kind of unique. It's not necessarily you, you don't necessarily need this kind of slow and painful review process in all other different implementation because they are not see they are simply not as critical as Bitcoin Core, right? And uh, so uh, yeah but i think uh, many other th there might be some uh, proprietary implementations also like uh, implementation ma maintained by some companies or some closed source group which don't have this open uh, social development framework or something like that it's entirely possible uh, but i think uh, it, it depends on the on the context and the gravity of a particular implementation and a particular open source project and because bitcoin core is what it is and it's one of the major and most widely used implementation of bitcoin so if the stakes are really high over there and so the review process is also very um, uh, you will say like a, a very stringent and it takes time to get things done there okay and do you think it creates a little bit of centralization among uh, yeah among this process if only one implementation is dominant over others it does create a centralization in that way um, i think th i think there are two questions there um, one is the centralization of the implementation and then the centralization of the development process and um, i think uh, it will be uh, unwise to or you know it will not entirely true to say there is no centralization there is centralization in both of the process and this centralization is kind of like by default of uh, what you have to do in order to make the process happen so um, answering the implementation centralization is pretty easy it's obviously centralized because there is only one major version of bitcoin that is used and the reasons are all those that i have said before so 
yeah that's a centralization issue and that creates a lot of centralization pressure on the development process of that uh, particular implementation also now coming back to the development centralization uh, in order to i think the contributing doc in the bitcoin core repository explained this process um, very honestly and it says like um, in order to like make the logistic of a project happen you need some kind of maintainers or some kind of central authority who will actually go and do the clickings to make the code merge into the protocol right so that's somebody has to do that and if somebody needs to do that that's a definite centralization right so uh, there are i think five maintainers Owners and uh, but there are two but there are two kind of people who are in kind of like authoritative region in the uh, GitHub project. One of them are maintainers and one of them are uh, the release lead. So these are the people who decides what what chunks of the code will be there in the next release. So the next version release. So and the maintainers are the one who decide which peers will be merged today into the code base right so these are the two official positions available for uh, positions right now in the github project apart from these two there is also a centralization in terms of like meritocracy right and uh, the contributing doc explains it like it, it it's kind of natural and it happens in all walks of life so you you generally have people who have been doing a, this particular task of developing and reviewing code for bitcoin and thinking about bitcoin for like 10 years now and they have gathered a 10 years of experience and 10 years of uh, like knowledge and uh, ideas so obviously their review is going to have more weight than a newcomer's review who is like looking at this code like today right so obviously because because these people have spent so much time understanding and reviewing this code they understand is better than any other person so that has a natural meritocracy in the system so yeah these are the kind of centralization that exist but i think the the process of the decentralization doesn't create a catastrophic issue because one the code base is open so anybody can come and copy the code base and change whatever they want so uh, the problem is like they have to convince the rest of the network to use their code base and use their fork and uh, anybody can come and contribute to the code base right so the contribution process is pretty open as i have filled and uh, i am i'm not at, at all any expert in bitcoin code or something like that so and it was pretty easy to get my pr merged into the code base so as long as somebody is putting value into the project and somebody is willing to make things better it's always get accepted in that way so yeah that's that's that that's that's i think how the situation is okay 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 so now you can you please like let newcomers know like how they can get started from scratch um, uh, if they're interested like the problem with learning to code is like there is no correct process or roadmap or something like that and i won't be able to say anything new that is not there already out in the internet so 
you you will find a lot of like knowledge and resources out there for free you don't have to pay a single dime to gather this knowledge it's all out there in youtube and in other places it's just going to take time so um uh, while starting my journey i heard this in the video is like learning to code is like eating an elephant <laughs> so you don't eat an elephant in one go you take one bite at a time and it takes time right so that is the only way to do it so the and if you are specifically looking to get involved into the bitcoin process so i would suggest like uh, if you don't know any 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 basics of coding i will suggest like get some basic idea of coding it doesn't matter what language you start with uh, i would prefer starting with python because it's very easy to read and write and it's the syntax is almost like writing english and so you, if you start with python and get those basic ideas done then you can go back and jump in and play around with other kind of uh, languages so get some basic ideas if you already have a basic idea then uh, go and grab that book by jimmy song programming bitcoin and finish it from cover to uh, at the end everything okay and that will give you a good enough idea of how the bitcoin system works then jump back into the review club and in the review club you will realize what else you don't know so in the first session you will not understand anything that's natural uh then you will realize what exactly you don't know and then you can go back and figure them out so the entire process of learning will be like that there will be never a point where you will reach and you will feel like okay i know everything that never comes and that that is also for people who have been working on bitcoin for last 10 years so they also feel stupid in places so that's going to be there you will always have yeah yeah so i was uh, asking like how one can join a pr review club Uh, so uh, uh, go to bitcoin core peer review club there is a website uh, uh, i will send you the link so you can add it into the description so it's a web page where they uh, says, give all the links and the uh, uh, topics that you will be discussing for each peer in the next week the peer review club happens in wednesday uh, around 10:30 indian time 10:30 pm indian time for that there you have to go to the irc channel um, uh, i think the name of the irc channel is uh, bitcoin review club but i'll send you the link of the irc channel also so you can add it into the description okay perfect so uh, the joining process is like uh, you uh, go to that website figure out uh, see what's the next discussion session will what peer the next discussion session will be on you look into the pr try to understand it try to make sense come up with your question they also have their question try to answer those questions in your head and then join the review club and have a discussion with other guys okay so once you are in a review club you are already in the game right oh, yeah once you are in review club you are already in the process of learning bitcoin in that sense like learning the code base so uh, yeah just one pr at a time just figure out how the things are happening what exactly it's the pr is changing how the change is implemented where the change is implemented what other things are happening in that same file where the pr changes have been implemented so you can get an idea of what each c++ file is doing and then like churn through the process and slowly and steadily you will gather up enough knowledge and enough understanding so that you can make a meaningful review comment one day it's going to take time but it's going to happen for sure okay and do you know how many pr that got merged like we know there are like 160 around 160 pr bib that got merged do you know the number of of prs that got merged uh, the pr or the bibs 
बिप्स आई थिंक बिप्स आर 170 और समथिंग 160 170 राइट आई आई एम नॉट श्योर लाइक द बिप नंबर गोस अप टू 334 आई थिंक लाइक लेट मी क्विकली चेक बट आई आई एम नॉट आई डोंट थिंक लाइक ऑल ऑफ देम आर लाइक सीरियलाइज्ड इन दैट वे ओके सो देयर इज लाइक ओके देयर आर नॉट मेनी बिप्स Uh, I don't know how to count them. Like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Uh, it seems like there are only thirty, um, thirty beeps right now. Okay, so the number less than thirty, I guess. Huh? So it's not serial number like one, two, three, four, five. Uh, no, it's not not serial number. So uh, the numbering goes like one, two, then eight, nine, then. 16 then 32 39 42 47 68 like that okay i used to think like there are 150 or 160 bits no no there is like uh, currently uh, maybe 30 40 no, right i think it's more than 30 it's it very it's, it's it's around 50 50 60 uh, files like that you can go to like uh, uh, github bits and it has all the list of all the bits right there so in the github repository there is the bitcoin bitcoin project in the bitcoin you, you will have if you go to github bitcoin there are two folders two uh, two repositories into the bitcoin page so one is bitcoin that is the c++ implementation and another is bips so in bips you can see all the bips that are open right now some of them are merged some of them are not open you can also like there is a table um, at the end in the readme page where it says the status of each and every bip some of our withdrawn some of our already rejected some of them are final some of them are in process and something like that okay okay fair enough okay okay so throughout this whole process uh, so do you had like uh, some misconceptions that got cleared up after the whole, after you went through all this process mm, about the code base everything was a misconception then everything got slowly clearing up it's it's not uh, cleared up entirely i am still in the process of learning um in the in the uh, in the process of like uh, development and uh, the merging i think uh, the guys have done a pretty good job in documenting the entire development process so if somebody is willing to look into it they can go to the bitcoin repository into the doc folder there is uh, no not in the doc folder in the main folder there is a Uh, file called contributing.md so that's a uh, documentation of how to do contribution and in the doc folder there are also different kinds of documentation on how to do testing how to do benchmarking how to do first testing how to do building and all these stuff so it's it's pretty extensively documented and the process of doing a pr and a review process is also pretty much documented in the contributing doc so they have done a good job in like giving a overview to newcomers like how the process going to look like and how the process will happen so yeah it's not, i don't say like much of the there was any kind of like i i i would say like i didn't had any idea at that sense rather than having misconception okay. so it was kind of a blank slate for me uh-huh. and then it got filled out slowly okay okay and is there any controversial things you found throughout this process there was a it's not controversial but i think it's interesting there was a, a f- last week or few weeks back in the irc channel there was a discussion uh, between luke dash junior and john newberry 
and i think it's not something unique it happens in all the places like it's the same question of what's a good idea and what's not a good idea and how do you agree on particular feature set for uh, open source project like this so for example john nibidi was uh, proposing uh, and he's working on some implementation of bip 157 which is a light client implementation of the code base so something like neutrino or something like that i'm not exactly sure so don't quote me on that so and luke dash junior wasn't like uh, like very um i would say like it's not very like um, what would be the right word to say it <laughs> so it, it, he was not very keen on like having that kind of system because he had his own ideas of how the security system of bitcoin should look like and he has the opinion of like neutrinos are not very secure right and because of this kind of disputes a uh, certain feature set where uh, you can imagine like if somebody has been working for years on a feature set and uh, then that feature doesn't get uh, doesn't get most or doesn't get reviewed for more, another one more year and is sitting there ideally so it kind of gets a little bit frustrating for the person who has been working on it right so that kind of thing happens so, okay, so i think uh, there more... are many other features yeah, I think it's more of a difference in ideologies, right? Yeah, it, it, it's 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 the it's the it's the same age-old problem of how do you attain consensus and what does rough consensus mean, right? So uh, this thing this thing is like a, this this idea of consensus has been historically originated from the TCP/IP project because nobody owns TCP/IP, so they had to come up of some kind of ways of agreeing, like what should TCP/IP look like, right? And then the idea of rough consensus came, and uh, that idea is like in hyperboost in Bitcoin-like system because it's an open source project and it's some money and it's a tribal thing and it is all sorts of maximalism things comes in, so. Um, disagreement can become ugly and that hinders the process of development also that can be a like a demoralizing that can have demoralizing effect for the people who have been working on certain feature set also for example james of has been working on this particular feature set called assume utxo so that is a feature that is aimed to, to reduce the ibd time drastically so um, but again like these are like these are the kind of ideas which are very hard to come to a consensus among the entire community so it's very rarely that this kind of like crucial and critical ideas get like readily consensus among everybody and uh, as a result what happens like th these ideas get stale get stale for like years and after years and um, and it also like it, it also creates a kind of like negative feedback loop for reviewers also like if there is a controversial idea um, may, most people don't want to review it because they know that it's not gonna get merged anyway so they don't want to spend time reviewing it also so testers don't test it because they don't want to spend time testing something that don't get merged ultimately so as a result this kind of ideas and this kind of like a little bit controversial feature sets get stale for years and years and years and that becomes demoralizing for the creator who created that feature set yeah so i think it's, it's complicated it's, there is no particular answer to all these things because it's, yeah, it's yeah there is no particular answer 
Okay, so any any final words before before we wrap it up? Like how how people can get started and any motivational lines or something? No, I I don't know how I can motivate people. Like if you are already motivated for to work on Bitcoin, that's enough. I think you will find your own way. There is no particular like. paved path that you can follow like if you want to contribute to the bitcoin core code base there is more than just code to the code base for example there are documentation so there are lots of documentation needs to be done so if you if you want to like tinker with the bitcoin protocol if you want to run build test stuffs you can do that you can test peers and just make a comment like i have tested that peer it's passing or it's failing or these are the problems that i am facing in my my, my machine that's a contribution you you necessarily don't have to write code in order to make contribution there are many other ways there are many like typos in the documentation you can go ahead and fix those typos there are typos in the code also so you can go, go ahead and fix those typos and overall like uh, if you are having fun learning bitcoin i think you will you will eventually find your way to the project in contributing into bitcoin and core is just an implementation bitcoin is more than just bitcoin core right there are an entire ecosystem where you can contribute so yeah just have fun and figure out where where do you want to contribute and like just keep up and don't give up and um, uh, it's no it's no, nothing is difficult it's just takes time and if you can keep up for a long enough period you will reach what where, wherever you want to go yeah for sure man okay so where people can find you man uh i i am in twitter like the twitter is the best place where you can find me i am in twitter at rajarshi maitra and also you can come and join into our bitcoin only india telegram group i think you you, you can uh, share a link into your description so that's the place where we discuss everything anything bitcoin and uh, yeah that's it okay perfect man thank you so much for coming on and explaining all this complicated stuff man